Hello, hello, hello. Welcome hey back to Bravo Wild Black episode eight. I'm so excited. How is everyone? Like, there's just been so many changes that our heads are spinning, you guys. Like, there's just, like, so much. Did you hear about all these changes? And then, like, okay, now it's like, what do we freaking watch? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is over. Real Housewives of New York is over. We have Potomac. Thank Lord we have Potomac. But what am I doing Monday through Friday except watching Watch What Happens Live? Well, we have the Salt Lake City, the Salt Lake City ladies coming soon. We also have That's another amazing. season of Married to Medicine coming soon. And um, they haven't even been announced yet. We just know that I just know. Back and Lisa's back. And, and, and Miss Toya Bush Harris has been posting her ass off on the Instagram. Showing out, honey. Serving looks. So let's just jump right into it. So Real Housewives of New York concluded their, you know, in-person reunion, which was so refreshing, even though it just made me nervous because they had to keep telling them, like, guys, you you, you can't touch. You, you can't touch. And they tried to, like, keep hugging each other. And then Andy Cohen is like, oh, you can't touch. And then at the end, he takes a group selfie, which was definitely not six feet apart. But I get it. They've been tested. So it's like, whatever, dude. They freaking been tested, so it's whatever. And listen, with um, Ramona in the room, I already knew that somebody was gonna mess up on the social. She doesn't wear masks on the water. She doesn't wear masks on the water. Well, I don't even understand on the ocean. Like, what? What the? Okay, don't wear a mask on the ocean. But what you can wear a mask at is literally everywhere else, like on land. Like, stop with this bullshit. Um. Everyone is talking about how they understand why Dorinda got fired. And I have not changed my stance. I don't know if I made it clear, Mm -hmm. but I'm still team Dorinda. 100%. I feel that she picked on Tinsley all season. She was pretty fucking toxic all season. But at the end of the day, she was going through some shit. And she was going through some shit last season, too. And then I just don't like the hypocrisy of, like, all of a sudden, everyone is team Tinsley when it's like, these are the same people who (laughs) call Tinsley boring, who didn't care about Tinsley at all. And all of a sudden, it's like, no, Dorinda deserves what happened because she bullied Tinsley. Tinsley is a grown-ass woman, number one one and number two you you guys act as if you don't get mad at your friend when okay we've all been in this situation i feel aaron you you have Mm -hmm. a friend and they keep going back to the guy that not not even just keep going back but hiding it from you that's what boils my blood and me as a capricorn it's all about loyalty like don't you sit here and lie in my face because have we went through something similar to this (laughs) why do i feel so attacked maybe i'm talking about you but (laughs) 
It's like when you find out your friend is going back to the dude has been wasting, who has been wasting your time, and it's like, bro, you're not gonna. And then if you did that on TV, Aaron, I would act the same way. Like I would. No, I know you would. I know you would. You'd probably throw <laughs> something at you me. And I would literally break the fourth wall, especially if you decided to fucking leave and go to Chicago, and then someone else brings you up at the finale. I'm like, no. You need to rip the shirt off my back and I give you full permission because at that point I've lost my goddamn mind. And it's like, I get it because she like changed the dynamic of the show. She's fucking up the show. You don't leave half of the season after you spent the season lying. Like, okay, I want to, you know, give this disclaimer. Congratulations to Tinsley and Scott. You know, I'm so glad you guys are happy. <laughs> well, I'm not being a hater. I'm just talking about from Dorinda's point. Like, I would be mad too. So, like, stop it. Stop attacking Dorinda, especially because Rihanna loves Dorinda. Especially so, just yeah. don't run game on Dorinda. <laughs> No damn I wish you guys could see my finger pointed in the air right now because I haven't exactly... felt that intimidated since mob wives. Like don't you dare like behind my back. Listen, that's a whole nother <laughs> My favorite part of the reunion, as everyone else's is, is um Andy picking up the text messages. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I was like, is he going to bend over to get them? And he showed it. Thank Lord. Our messy king. Our messy king. But guess what? They weren't even... I heard that they were literally just... um, They were literally just messages of support from Ramona to Dorinda. I believe it. Yeah. So that's what she was trying to prove. But my whole thing is... Y'all gonna get off Dorinda back, and hopefully she's coming back. And there's nothing you hoes can do about it. Not you and guys are hoes. I, but, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, and we might be standing by that. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I really would like to see Dorinda back next season. I feel like she hasn't done anything that the other housewives haven't done. You know, everybody goes through their season where they flip the fuck out yeah. and they have their own bullshit going on. So, you know, they get Literally. caught up. And, and she and, even admitted that she sh- probably should have took the season off yeah. to deal with her shit. And that's what she's probably going to do the season after this upcoming one. I want her back, period. She's given us so much. And like, yeah, I hate when people like give us so much. And then when they screw up, it's just like, yeah, yeah it's, they need to go. Like, yeah, they need serious? to go. I'm like, all the seasons that they've given us good ass content, and you're they just gonna their give up on us so easily. <laughs> like, imagine if we say something. I know it's bound to happen. We're gonna say something fucked no, up on our podcast. Are. We're gonna definitely. say something fucked up on our podcast, and we need you to ride with us because we are sorry in advance, but sometimes we're gonna lose our shit. Exactly. And then on top of that, did we not see Dorinda pulled Louie? Well, she didn't pull her to the side, but she definitely apologized to her on the reunion as well as Leia. So it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's like, it's unneeded. But speaking of Leah, there were, you know, people were up in flames about Leah's making 3000 in an episode, child. Like, that doesn't even cover wardrobe. 3000 mm-hmm. an episode? 
my fashion nova <laughs> don't say listen okay. Well, okay not my fashion but my net porte it would cost three thousand an episode which i thought was fine that's how she made because it was her first season yeah. but i heard that they weren't trying to give her like a significant amount more for the upcoming season and i'm like oh no y'all gotta run her money um you need to run those coins because number one glam is very much serious okay even though Um, we're not in beverly hills glam is a part of every franchise unless we're about to use some elf products (laughs) get out do not come for elf now hold on no i'm just saying because listen i have no problem with elf but we all know that what are we trying to say is the more affordable right brand there you go see i said that correct no you're completely right i just like to start drama um but what i heard was that they not only did she say like in her comment section that she's coming back but they upped it allegedly child to ten thousand in an episode and i'm like now we're talking now we're talking (laughs) yes okay in my new york accent that that could do a little something you still might listen you still might have to be on a slight budget but and that's fine because it's, it's I'm sorry, weird. like as much as you know, I love Leah and I'm fighting for her to get more pay and she got more pay. Let's not act like um she's been there this whole time. Like <laughs> this is her second season, so there's no reason she needs to be making a million dollars a season. <laughs> like, I don't know what y'all want. I know she's very entertaining and I look forward to seeing her. She is switching things up and we love her. Leah Mob. <laughs> married to the mom per um so yes so that was just the ending of real housewives of new york i think we already did our mvp for that um but we we're talking about next season and next season is definitely some things are going to be switching up and this means that they're adding a woman of color or maybe even more than one woman of color um I think her name is, well, first I want to mention Ashley Quarles, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I heard about her. She's in fashion, I think. And um, she works for, I believe, the Daily Mail. And she's friends with Sonia. And she was recently photographed on Sonia's profile. And, you know, I'm nosy. And I always like to talk to the housewives even if I'm talking to myself, sometimes they comment back, sometimes they don't. But Sonia usually comments back. Sonia and Luann, you know, those are my girls. So I said that Alicia would make such a great addition to Real Housewives of New York. And you know what Sonia said? What did she say? She was like, yes, she would. Now that is not confirming that she's coming back, but I like that she agrees that she would make a good addition and then there's another person well what happened was someone said that they spoke to bravo and she just talked with them but she is absolutely not joining but you know they'd be lying so i don't know but there's another name on the list her name is brashawn shaw and i've been creeping on her profile and she's just a phenomenal woman like she beat breast cancer <laughs> a business coach a business coach she does it all, honey. Like, she is a motivational speaker. So she would make such a great addition. And I kind of wish Dorinda was, like, on this season. Yeah. Because, 
you know, Dorinda could use that in her life and Luann could use that in her life and Leah could use that in her life. Not that motivational speakers are like therapists, but they are mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, I think that a lot of people would benefit from Bershon Shaw, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she's Black, so it's like, it's time to switch it up. It's time to shake it up. And she's gorgeous. Go check her out. Go stalk her Instagram. Go send her some love. Maybe even tell her Bravo while Black shouted you out, you know? And we look forward to seeing her, hopefully, you know, Andy last night on Real Housewives of New I mean, not Real Housewives, on Watch What Happens Live, Wendy Williams asked him, <laughs> oh, I heard you got a Black girl coming, like, straight up. And he's, like, crossing his fingers, like, hopefully, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to see it. And I'm here, and this is what we've been asking for. Diversity. Diversity, people. Diversity across the board, honey. Next, we have Southern Charm. Okay, (laughs) y'all. I know this is your shit. Listen, (laughs) Southern Charm is literally your shit. He's got money. He's in magazines. He's got more honeys than any honeybee. If you didn't know, that's how the theme song goes. And every single time (laughs) it comes on, I sing it to the top of my lungs it's something about bravo theme songs that hit different like i really wish that it's the watch the what happens housewives. live song for me like, watch what happens live. yeah i love that and then <laughs> that one has so much flavor and it's like you don't really know what they're saying but you're like you feel it I don't, but if Andy ever needs me to remake it, I'm down for it. Talented, multi-talented. I think what hits the most, like, I know that some people like the, oh, no, Bravo. She likes, we were recently on her live, guys, so go check that out on her profile. But anyways, she likes the Summer House theme song. And I found out that the Summer House theme song is actually sung by Dina Deadly, who did the Vanderpump Rules theme song. You know that it's our time. These are the best days of my life. Just right. Your glasses high. This one's for you. Imagine if we get sued for singing the fucking theme song. Don't say that. (laughs) I have never, like, looked up the rules of are you allowed to sing the full Well, guys, we didn't even sing it right or good. So, like, listen. (laughs) We, hold on, no. (laughs) I was hitting all my notes and all my lyrics. Maybe you weren't. Uh, (laughs) I'm just trying not to get sued. So, if you were, honey, that's on you. But I know I wasn't, okay? Disclaimer, Aaron and I were both singing the song but it's only to promote the show and please don't sue us. We will literally redact this part of the podcast the same way. The same way we will redact that Schroeder girl, period. So anyways, what was I even saying? We were talking about Southern Charm. Southern freaking Charm. So it was a little dry after Thomas Ravenel left. Okay, like that season was, it was whatever. But, you know, I have nothing better to do. So obviously I watched it. <laughs> and I was just wondering, like, uh, 
Okay, so recently, before they even started filming, Cameron left, Naomi left, um, Madison's still there, Austin is still there, Craig is still there, Shep is still there. They actually, oh, Chelsea left also. So I'm like, Chelsea, Naomi, and Cameron, which Cameron is like one of the main characters and she is actually the narrator. So I'm like, how are you even going to have a show without Cameron? And then on top of that, like after they announced that they left, Catherine did this racist shit where, you know, she was trying to promote her friend's Trump rally and an activist messaged her friend about it. And then Catherine inserted herself into it and she used the monkey emojis while she was talking to the black woman who was confronting her about the Trump rally. So I was like, um, trash garbage. As if she wasn't already trash garbage. Um, So what they did was, I'm like, okay, three people are leaving. Catherine is ignorant as fuck. How are you going to even come back from that? Especially after this whole Black Lives Matter reawakening movement. And I think from the trailer that was recently released, they did this in the best way possible. I've even talked to a lot of like people that follow us and you know people that are in obsessed with Bravo. They're like, you know what? We weren't going to watch the new season, but after seeing the trailer, we definitely want to watch the new season because they started over like they started taping again and again and again, and we we really weren't sure if there was going to be another season, but in the new trailer, it's like they're tackling coronavirus. They're tackling, you know, Austin and Madison's relationship, but more importantly, they are tackling Black Lives Matter and they are tackling what Catherine did and they are adding people of color to the show to shake this shit up. So I'm I'm absolutely so excited because it's like, you can't not talk about it. And, you know, NBC Universal slash Bravo made a pledge that, you know, things are going to be a change in. And this is definitely a change because usually they like sweet shit like this under the rug or not talk about it. But I'm very happy to hear it. Honestly, I got to catch up you know <laughs> yeah 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 no, i have sure. to catch up and you then have time. You have i'll time. be i'll be tuned in to this new season so i can talk about it with you guys so i can tell you a little bit more about the cast <laughs> listen okay but i'm so happy to hear that bravo is in is is making diversity like a big thing yeah they are like across the board and then not just having diversity but like actually like talking about these issues because there was a part where you know you know how they're like um taking down all these statues of these racist slave owners right so they were filming at one of those um statue like ceremonies where they're taking it down and it's literally one of Catherine's, like one of the main stars that's her descendant like her great 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 grandpa or some shit so that's going to be interesting how she reacts to that, especially when she got into this 
whole racist scandal and then on top of that i think she's dating a black guy or dated a black guy that's a little bit awkward it's like it's like so (laughs) much going on and i'm like okay now i'm like i was gonna watch it anyway but i'm like okay now this is what i want to see i want to see you guys address this shit i want to see you guys bring in people to check their white privilege and this new member her name is lena bonaparte or bonaparte you know i don't know how to pronounce it because you know she's brand new but i like her already on that freaking trailer (laughs) so what we're going to do is read her bio leva leva i don't know something like that it's l-e-v-a bonaparte and she's gorgeous so her bio on bravotv.com says, admittedly a bit complicated, Leva's life is one of the culturally diverse experiences. She is Persian and was born in India, but spent her years growing up in Canada and Bolivia. She began traveling to the deep south after her family's multinational business expanded into Charleston 18 years ago. It was there that she met her husband, Lamar Black, a Charleston native with whom she shares a two-year-old son. Aside from being a mom and dad, she and Lamar are also business partners dominating the Charleston nightlife and hospitality scene. This season, Leva is on a quest to alter the social landscape of her adopted hometown, advocating for a new South that embraces her family's varied culture and promises a brighter future. After years of mingling with the charmers in the same social circles, circles, sorry, she does not shy away from tough conversations with her friends and unapologetically calls them out in the hope of shifting their perspectives. So basically, leave about to shake shit up. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) In summation, Leva is about to drag these bitches and i am here for it like just judging from that freaking trailer and then there's another girl that i saw in the trailer she didn't really talk much i don't think she's a main cast member she might be a friend she's this gorgeous gorgeous model um her name is benita aspen i love her name yes and on her like blog it says that she's a Charleston native. So these people are from Charleston, honey. Yes. Period. Her and journey. She, <laughs> the fashion. The fashion. The fashion. I want to point that out. If you guys don't know who that is, go on her Instagram. God, and please check the pictures out because she, she serves looks. And literally, like, the photography, like, the angles, her skin, her fashion, everything about this girl, I'm I'm enamored by her. Like, this is what I wanted. This is Black girl magic. This is Black excellence. Um, Yeah, so she's a Charleston native. This is not on Bravo, but her blog. Her journey has afforded her hands-on experience in the fashion, modeling, and creative sectors. Her open-minded approach to life has allowed her a vast array of experiences while her infectious personality has won her many friends and connections in the Charleston area and beyond. So I'm excited to see Miss Benita Aspen too. I am too. And and um, who's writing these bios? Because if <laughs> I ever get on the show, can you please write my bio? Because I want to sound... This is Aaron. 
just he as like, interesting. <laughs> like, don't listen. Don't start. Don't because I want it to sound just like I got you. I'm a good PR bitch. Like, no matter how hood rat I can get on here, because we literally can't say Aaron sits down and eats hot and spicy peanuts and watches. Why not? Like, do you? I don't not? want to talk about those parts. <laughs> well, fine. We can leave some stuff out, but you can't be a fake bitch. Like, I gotta. I have to sound interesting, and then once I get on the camera, I'll show my ass. Once you see. <laughs> All the interesting parts, then you'll see <laughs> the code switching. <laughs> the code switching, honey. I got you. I got you. But yeah, um, her bio wasn't on Bravo, but her bio was like on um on her blog. But <laughs> the funny thing about bios is like they did the Southern Charm bios flawlessly, but something about those real housewives of Salt Lake City bios were so rushed <laughs> they were, mm. there was so mm. many errors grammatical spelling uh. and like seven words together and my thing so is funny. what's the rush when this shit comes right? out and like next year like it's in november you guys but you know like you could have just like proofread it or if you're tired like give it to your homie to proofread you know what i just realized what and not to not to be funny, Bravo, because I know you might take this as me being funny. But why in the hell <laughs> is there a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer before a Married to Medicine trailer? <laughs> Maybe they're because <laughs> what happened was that is Salt this, Lake. <laughs> is this the same producer? Is this the producer that no. keeps coming out? Is he responsible for this? No, listen, different fr- like different franchises has different producers. Um, Purveyors of Pop, I believe, produces the Married to Medicines, if I'm not mistaken. And then Evolution produces the Housewives. But mm-hmm. to be fair, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was announced last november so it's been so long that's true like it's been literally too long whereas married to medicine they can film their shit and like put it up pretty but much they- what i'm saying is i just want to see that trailer so <laughs> i guess what i'm trying to say is so basically you want to know where's the married to medicine trailer? bravo where's this married to medicine trailer at and why listen that's a whole nother time but i have a few questions to ask when that time comes and best believe i'm gonna ask those questions listen no no one's trying to stop you (laughs) from asking questions i'm just trying to explain to you i want to know where quad is like what is going on this quad this quad she got got it it. she got got it. it I want to know where the fuck Mariah is. And, like, I... <laughs> so threatening. Like, I have, I have my questions, too. Like, is I Mariah. love Mariah. Mariah is my favorite. Like One I thing I am kind of happy about, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, why, though, if you, like, if you fuck with Quad? And here's the thing. Lisa Nicole... <laughs> I don't even want to make a case. And go ahead. The reality TV magic, you can say what you want. You might not like her, but she brings that drama. Like does she? She definitely does. She definitely um, does. And and I look so. forward to hearing it. Oh, honey, absolutely. Did you I'm not even gonna be messy. 
I'm not even gonna be messy. <laughs> You're gonna ask me. Did there's I a watch lot of moments that I could seasons? bring up that you know Lisa Nicole did her thing, but okay. I'm not because okay. if I bring out if I bring up those moments, then I would be shading a few of my faves, and I cannot do that. So we're gonna do things the right way. <laughs> well, okay. I look forward to seeing it. Bravo! Thanks. <laughs> So at least we have one person excited for Lisa Nicole coming back. Um, Did you I say like, what? What <laughs> you? What I'm? You don't, know I don't want to be so. And listen, it's not so much her, but I'm excited for the drama. Okay. No, yeah, you can be excited about her and the drama. You know, we all have our faves. It's just that yours that's is Carrie. Not- I like her, but not as much as Mariah. Like, I want Mariah back. But yes, you're right. If I'm excited about anyone coming back out of Lisa and Carrie, I like Carrie better. I just like how she flows into the mix. I liked her friendship with Toya. I just liked her. I could see that. Just like you liked Lisa. I could see. Who made (laughs) Because, like, I I can see it. Like, don't. I I feel like. You feel attacked because you. You're trying to make me name how Carrie is more interesting than Lisa right now. You, when you were like, oh, you, you're, you like Carrie better. (laughs) Like. Like, don't I'm bring just up saying, Carrie. Listen, they are both. If you like two... my thing is, if you like Lisa, just stand in the paint and say you like Lisa. Don't bring in the fact that I like I'm not going to stand in the paint. Carrie. I'm not going to stand in the paint on that because <laughs> I'm not. Wrong. I have my own reasons. I'm not. <laughs> you know what? So speaking I'm not. of speaking of marriage to medicine and our faves, me and Taria of the right. what else is going on podcast we are heavenly stands okay we are so you guys aren't listening to the what else is going on podcast you definitely should and you even have a better reason to listen to it <laughs> because we are going to be guests on her podcast and honey we had a good old time when i say that we, we had a did. good old time we literally like we were going to do an hour or an hour and a half and we ended up talking for like two hours and like two minutes <laughs> two hours and 30 i've never talked that much in my life like i felt yes. like you know when your mom's friends like sees her in the grocery store and like you just start they talk that's like, honestly how hours. i felt that's how it felt and like we were literally so hungry during it but we didn't want to end the conversation it was such a fun podcast to be it's, it's taria's energy it's taria's yes. smile honestly yes. it's her laughter it's everything I she was her. so nice so welcoming i have never number one been on i've never done anything like that so yeah we've never guested before we didn't even realize that guesting was like a thing like when we started this we were just like we don't really think anyone's gonna like listen to us but it's just fun to talk about and it's like thank you for Mm -hmm. you guys listening to us and following us and forwarding us and sharing us but then like now we realize you know what we're gonna have to guest on people's shows and we're gonna have to bring on guests so she's probably gonna be our first guest i feel because after our 10th after our 10th episode 
we definitely need a guest and she was amazing and we want to talk to her some more and if you guys haven't been listening to her you're going to listen to her after you listen to her podcast and you listen to our podcast with her on it so now our, our podcast might not be as long as hers because you know us. my girl taria <laughs> She, she has like a freaking like she puts in those hours she has a newsroom like she literally has the best like microphone equipment she has I a professional it. editor aka her husband like she is in it and us we're just like bitch um i sent you the zoom link and that was <laughs> i email you the zoom link why aren't you on zoom link. and i'm like oh um give me 10 minutes i need to get some gatorade <laughs> like, i love it but you know she was so like warm and, and welcoming i loved it yeah best like, experience ever i would love to guest on it again so just putting that out there in the universe and that was after we did oh no bravo's live which yeah. is another thing that you guys should check out we freaking love oh no bravo she will also be on our podcast because her shades i love so it fun. oh my god she's just like batman it's like who is she the interest of who she is is just like it's peaked and like i had my shades you had your shades she had her shades people were commenting if you the guys- only thing oh. is i just wish my shades were a little bit cooler because i felt like <laughs> i was i felt kind of ambushed no, okay guys really cool though you're the one who like had the mini shades trying to be like a photo shoot when we're like actually trying to cover our faces <laughs> i felt like i was about to do a photo shoot and everybody else it looks like wacky tacky day and i just felt ambushed wow. i oh. felt like glam wasn't on my side i felt like i did wacky. not get a warning <laughs> wacky tacky when i say wacky tacky blocker is wacky tacky you bitch i didn't even know you felt that way i do it's not, not my like... fault that you decided that you wanted to be in an h&m Why ad am i being attacked in h&m right now because i'm literally victimizing my... myself i'm too busy victimizing myself okay, give me some redacted. time to do that because number one i felt ambushed i went Why? i literally showed I literally up even told nobody you. told me anything a nobody. lie <laughs> I will literally write out receipts like any print Like I will out. literally print them out and I will send them individually to our followers. So All I'm going to say is text messages can be made up. <laughs> can't. Wow. Okay. You know what? Wow, Bethany. Wow. Anyways, child. So yeah, we were on Odo Bravo's live. Check that out. We were on Surreal's podcast. Check that out. And then, you know, stay tuned because after our 10th episode, we're going to start guesting. And that's just that on that. So, um, Kaya, I want to know what happened on this Bravo chat room. Oh, that new show. The new show with, um, it's Giselle from Potomac, obviously. Portia from Atlanta. Hannah from Summer House. You know, that's my shit. And Kate Chastain from Below Deck. And, you know, it's a cute little show. Like, it's not anything, it's not, like, as heavy as The View. It's not as long as the real. It's just like very Bravo specific. And they like address things with, you know, real life news and 
their own like lives in quarantine mm. and even the whole redacted schroeder tamron hall interview <laughs> portia actually let me read y'all the quote that portia said because <laughs> that was a word because portia was not having it but yeah i like it it was a nice show and it comes back on tonight but she's said i'm scrolling on my twitter We didn't need to know your side because we already know your side. And that's why you're not on Bravo anymore. <laughs> that is <laughs> Portia Hosea Williams of the third on Redacted Schroeder. And that literally gave me my entire life. But yeah. So Giselle talked about <laughs> those last few seconds of Real Housewives of Potomac, which we're going to get into. And basically what, she, what happened was... Um, Giselle's dad didn't know that he was mic'd up and it recorded him saying that he doesn't want her with Jamal because Jamal has six or seven kids. (laughs) Oh, this sounds like some shit my mom would use. (laughs) Literally, that's why my mom will not be mic'd. She will be in the background taking care of me, you know, serving looks. The mic, the mic, the mic, your mic. (laughs) She will not be my, she will be serving looks. She will be taking care of me. She will be on my side, but she will not have her own microphone. And that's that. She she has not allowed her own microphone. So, so Giselle talked about it and she's like, my father is 82 years old, you know, like he's a straight shooter. So, you know, he said what he said, but at the end of the day, yeah, he said what he said at the end of the day. He's happy as long as I'm happy. And mm-hmm. if we get married again, he would walk me down the aisle. And we have to remember that this was a year ago, almost, you guys. So, you know, yeah. he, he might have, I mean, I doubt it, but he might have changed his mind by now. And then on top of that, that's her father. You know, at the yeah. end of the day, he has, his, sure he has her best interest. He's seen right. certain things that right. causes him to think the way that he thinks. So, you know, that's that. It is what it is. And I that was just anyways. So yeah, that's that was the <laughs> highlight of Giselle's part. Like we gotta get into Potomac later. But um, what else happened? Yeah, Portia talked about her activism, of course. And she did a little like TikTok, like she taught them how to dance because she likes to do TikTok. So they did a little TikTok <laughs> dance together. <laughs> it was cute, like it was I light. Love Portia. Um who else? Oh yeah, Hannah from Summer House. She talked about her new man, honey. And her new man is a comedian and he is 15 years older than her. Cause when you're 15 <laughs> Y'all know that Taylor's so song. Y'all know it. Don't act like you haven't listened to Anyway, so he's 15 years older than her, and she actually loves it. She re- recommends <laughs> she it. She it. recommends it. She's like, they know what they're doing. They I believe it. Time. I believe and, it. And she's like, just guys my age are literally, she's 29, and he is um, 44. So she's like, guys my age are like, it's it's time for you guys <laughs> to get older men. And I'm, I thought about myself, and I'm like, maybe I should get an older man you have to try something different 
Yeah. Like, look what at you've been trying doesn't work. Like, well, what what I've been doing absolutely hasn't worked. So, <laughs> so thank you, Hannah, because I might actually like apply that to my real life, honey. Like, look at Lala. She is dating Randall, and Randall, I think he's like forty-seven, so he's like seventeen years older than her. And she is; she has a ring on her finger. She's flying in the PJ, and she had a baby on the way. Like, hello, like I'm building you, boy. I know you guys thought that was literally Lala Camp, but it's not. It's <laughs> was Lala in the room with you? Did she fly from? <laughs> Just for a second. She couldn't stay long. <laughs> she had to go hang out with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, you guys. But it's okay. She was there for a, a little duet. But yeah, so, I mean, I want, have you thought about dating an older guy? Um, I feel like it could be beneficial to you. But at the same time, you know what I feel also? I feel like without... Um, if if we're young, like, wouldn't we lack maturity? What do you mean, lack maturity? I don't know. I feel like would, would we you? be would we be more mature enough to handle? Uh, older oh, are man, we know? mature enough to yeah. handle? Oh, I'm like, what do you mean? He's older. I'm I'm sorry, well, guys. It was a tongue. I had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> what he was saying is like, are we going to be able to, you know, be mature enough to date someone yeah, older, like, like in their forties, while we're in our twenties? Would you be I, able to have that? Because this man is an established man who's already, you know, he's went through his own battle. Yeah. you know he's had his Especially, own experiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just certain things where i might feel like you know i know what i'm talking about and he might be like no you don't it's you don't young. know shit <laughs> it's like with karen and ray their age difference she talks about it all the time she married someone 17 years older than her and like now she's like in the prime of her life and he kind of just wants to like fucking chill and retire and like I totally like get that. Yeah. It, it, I feel like it definitely comes out when you get older. So I think if you do think about that, I think you should also think about: Am I ready to settle down and yeah. change? Pretty much, I'm not going to say change most of your behavior, but you would have to change though. a lot of your behavior. Make sure that you have like your young yeah. experiences. Like, make sure you get all the partying oh, out. out. I'm telling you, yeah. Make sure out, you get dude. all the partying out. Make sure you shake the hoe out, like Florence in the machine. Shake that ass. Yeah. For and 365 then, nights straight. Yeah, and then, and then you go and settle down, and you like, okay. Now it's time to find me someone. <laughs> Isn't it funny how it works? Like, <laughs> well, I don't blame it because these dudes, man, this generation yeah. is not, especially being women mature faster than men. Like, this yeah. is just a Fendi fact. And it's like, I don't have time to raise you. I ain't your mama. Like, I'm just not. Can and raise them. Exactly. I'm not even gonna get started on that because that's like a it's whole thing. Too, but it's too much. It's so too I definitely much. understand. We're going through a pandemic, sir. Like <laughs> I don't have time to tell you what oh, f- how to act during a pandemic. I don't. Are you don't. serious to me? You can't text me back during a pandemic. <laughs> 
Hey, I got a question. <laughs> when the fuck are you coming home? That was a mom was. <laughs> Reference for people who don't understand what Aaron is saying. That was a Drita moment. When Drita asked her husband, like, when he was coming home, because everyone seemed to know. Everybody seems to know, home. except me. <laughs> everyone seemed to know, except Drita, when her husband was coming home. And I felt that shit, because I get tired of dicking around. <laughs> And I'm going to say it like that because it's it's true. That's exactly what these guys are doing in our generation. Not all guys, obviously. There's exceptions, but just Few. like when you, <laughs> when you want to settle down, you might want to look older. And then on top of that, it's like at the end of the day, if I want to be older, it's going to be someone who is well off. Who has an established business? <laughs> Absolutely. And then somebody. it's like, and then it's like at least, <laughs> at least if I get played by an older man, you know that I got something out of it. Oh I got yeah. An LLC. Okay, I got an LLC. I might have got a car. I might got a car, a purse, something. Because right. these young dudes. This LLC. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so, let me plug in. Yeah, we will be having merch coming within the next few months. So make sure that you buy our merch. We are still in the process of planning it. But yeah. So yeah, I'm going to come out of a relationship with an older dude if I get played with something. Like when you come out of a relationship with a younger dude, you sometimes just don't come out with anything but a baby. And it's like... Or a headache. Or just some annoying ass shit that you don't have to... You don't have the time to deal with. But we're not even going to start with that. (laughs) Okay. We always say we're not gonna get into it, and then we get into it, and that's just <laughs> just what happens. Because I could go on for hours and hours, but I'm not. We don't have enough time on Buzzsprout. <laughs> we get, I think, four hours a month. So maybe next time on Taria's podcast, yeah, she has back, all of the. Space. She can give me an hour to get <laughs> my frustrations. Okay. Absolutely so yeah that bravo's chat room it comes on sundays and mondays it's going to be a six episode order so we have five to go you know make sure you check it out it's you know i like the um it's the perspective of women obviously and Mm -hmm. two black women two white women and i would say the only change that i would make is like i would add even on the, the network in general i would add a gay man or two to the mix because gay men are such a huge part of the Bravo fan base, I feel, mm-hmm. that they deserve not only their own show, but, you know, also a literal seat at the table. So they that's do. the only thing that I would change about it. So listen, when they have their own show, right. when they have their own show, right, you can give me a call because... <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving you a call because I'm not... In, in I'm charge. talking about whoever's oh. listening to this that has some power or authority <laughs> or could make that happen. Okay, you didn't have to cut me down that bad. <laughs> I was just joking a little bit. Listen, like, damn. I'm not trying to cut you, you down. You did to say, I'm, I'm talking about like someone Hannah with some power. And speak. Yeah. <laughs> I need somebody to hear this and understand where I'm coming I agree. from wholeheartedly guys but yeah um, so th- that was bravo's chat room and we have our one <laughs> we saved the b- oh go ahead go ahead ask <laughs> you because you were just about to say it we saved the best for last Absolutely. because what i want to get into is housewives of potomac and uh, monique 
versus Candace. Candace. The fight of the century. All the all the men folk, the straight men folk, most of them were watching the Eastern Eastern Conference. I don't know, something to do with like soccer or something, basketball, one of those sports. But we were watching our Super Bowl, which was the moment everyone was waiting for. They showed everything and it was just I, I felt like I was it. there. I felt like I was in the yes. room. I felt like I was in the car. I felt like I was. I, <laughs> I didn't think they were going to show that much. Honestly, right. I thought it was just going to be like a quick five seconds. And then right. I thought they were just going to like you know? five, like two days later. You know how they do Yeah. That. Blackout and then talk mm-hmm. about it. And like, what are you talking about? We didn't see shit. But we actually, <laughs> we, we saw everything, honey. Like, okay. I counted, and I know it's petty. It's not, I wasn't trying to be petty, but I just wanted to know, like, because I've watched it like four times. She held on to Candace's weave for a total of thirty-three seconds. Do you know how mad? But can you talk? Can we talk about that's probably how much the producers gave us <laughs> because they cut that shit. Like, I don't know. It. I don't know uh, if they did, but like, well, that scene I counted, and Monique's hand was on Candace's head, pulling for thirty-three seconds straight, and it was the longest thirty-three seconds of my twenty-six years. That was very awkward. It was like, where is this coming <laughs> from? <laughs> what did she do? Because like, I'm like, I felt like what? she should have got pop in. When Monique was pregnant, like <laughs> listen, but she couldn't wait. Okay, I know. Listen, I know they couldn't have done it, done anything, obviously, but I felt like the argument was a lot worse, more intense. Yeah, more intense than but now. This was like, like a buildup of things, and it's like everyone is just trying to figure out the pieces to the puzzle. Of like, obviously, she was mad. She's been sending subs to Candace all season, saying that she's not a real friend, talking about, you know, Sharice's participating in the spreading of the rumor of her allegedly cheating on her husband. But then it's just like, holy shit. And it's like, obviously, I can honestly say out loud, obviously, I'm a Monique stan, but we're on team no one in this because this was so serious Mm -hmm. that it was like leading up to it was like oh okay yes yes a fight a fight but then seeing it it just made me really like upset and sad and i didn't want them to like do that because it was like i was trying to give monique like string and she kept hanging herself because it's like number one (laughs) flipping her hair (laughs) (laughs) like that's where it started you You want me to drag you (laughs) you want me to drag you it was flipping her hair. So number one, you know, Monique started it. You can't touch her hair. Don't do it. Then number two, it was just like her dragging her, holding on to her for so freaking long. And then number three, it's like her running back like the guy and <laughs> get out. Like the way that they she did not want to let Miss Monique out that room. But she found a way and she was literally about to beat some ass. And then number, I think that was number what, three. And then number four, it was like the lack of remorse after it happened. So I'm like, oh my God, if Monique could just like, I think feel remorse would have been maybe a little bit better for Candace 
had she been a little bit more prepared. <laughs> Because, because like they were just having so a, a time yeah they were just having a time at the freaking winery but also i don't know if you guys have been seeing the slow motions of all the bravo detectives but did you see that um they were arguing you know monique was flicking her hair giselle's hand pushed monique back when giselle's hand pushed monique back candace grabbed on to Monique, and then that's when Monique started whamming her ass. So it's just the play by play, and I feel like they both played a part in it. But you just should never get physical. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that it happened. And, and these are two no women. Like, yes, yeah. they are petty. Yes, they definitely have, especially, <laughs> especially Candace. You know, Candace. and and I have a soft spot for Candace. She's like the rebellious. She makes good TV. Like, I would yeah, never take does. that away from her. And she knows that. She knows I that, honey. I think that these are two women of substance that just got lost in yeah. the flames. I don't know. <laughs> and that's also what I want to talk yeah. about. The reason that it was so shocking is because we're used to the Potomac girls arguing. We're used to the Potomac girls being petty. We're used mm. to them even maybe grabbing an umbrella or a butter knife but we never really thought that it would come to the point where they are putting their hands on one another and it's like they're all they, they're just so classy usually you know like this is the, this is maryland like potomac like and then but what i didn't like is what i'm going to get into is a lot of the twitter comments and the instagram yeah. comments <laughs> you know i'm about to get into it you know i know you are I, it's needed <laughs> it's needed getting a ass okay number fucking one we're not gonna act like we don't have people on real housewives of new jersey flipping tables and going to jail okay so it's it was a very it was very much like okay if you were disappointed and upset and you felt a way because, you know, it's like you just didn't want to see that because, you know, you liked them and they were above it. I get that. You can be upset about that. But it was a lot of Real Housewives of Potomac is ghetto. Mm-hmm. It's trashy. It's ratchet. It's right. hood. And that in itself, if you can sit here and say that you either don't watch Potomac or you don't like Potomac because it's trashy and ghetto, but you can sit up here and watch Real Housewives of New Jersey pull right. on each other's ponytails <laughs> in the boutique. Um. Yeah, you need to check yourself, honey. Yes, and can we talk about that Vanderpump rules when Stassi slapped Vanderpump? Shit. No, when redacted, literally pimp slapped, backhanded a bitch. Which and listen, that was deserved. That was deserved. That was deserved. That was deserved. Right, but whether it was deserved or not, that was ghetto. You know what else was ghetto? A little bit hood. A little bit hood. A little bit ghetto. Um, you know what else was ghetto when Lisa Rinna almost got in Kim Richards's ass? That was ghetto. So many people like because I went off on our Instagram. Like, yo, you can have your thoughts about it. You can be on whatever team you want to be, but you will not sit here and call these black women ghetto and ratchet when right. obviously Monique lost her cool. It happened, but OC. Miami, Beverly Hills, okay? New Jersey is the most violent 
no housewives franchise. <laughs> You're scaring me. It's like <laughs> I'm just letting because this pissed me off. I like know. you don't, you don't. Yeah. There's literally like a murder for hire case. They always do at that. the brownstone restaurant that was featured on New Jersey. New Jersey got people going to federal prison, and you got the nerve to come at Potomac sideways or Atlanta sideways. And it's like all these girls have done was drag. If anything, they've just <laughs> dragged and maybe like a kick or two like literally and, and then on top of that it's literally reality tv is it okay to put your hands on someone no, no. but it happens it happens because you know what is listen and here's here's the unpopular opinion is it okay to run your fucking mouth all the time and think <laughs> you're not gonna get smacked up Thank you. like here's here's an unpopular opinion and i know a lot of you guys are gonna be like oh you shouldn't you, you shouldn't be putting your, your hands on anybody but listen if you get in my face with the bullshit and you're popping your mouth like you know what you're saying right then be prepared listen you know where's dorinda when i need her like, like don't <laughs> better fucking well know run game on me and i feel like it's been since last week you never okay let me talk to my people who have been like around hood people i've i've heard many even instagram thoughties i've heard many a girls go when this baby drop come see about me And I and think that's that exactly means. what Monique did when this baby dropped. Why do you think <laughs> that I posted that clip on Instagram on our story? Because it was literally Monique the follow said up. when this baby dropped. And again, we're not condoning violence, we're but not. just. <laughs> yeah, I know just, it sounds no. like we might be, but we're not. I promise we're you. We're not condoning it. Yeah. And then, okay, so people are like, well, someone said, oh, it's because. You know, Candace and Wendy and Giselle are making a big deal out of it, saying, as Black women, we shouldn't be doing these things. And it's like, okay, on one side, absolutely, Black women need to be lifting each other up in a world Mm -hmm. that, you know, is existing to tear them down. But at the same time, the only reason that they feel like they have to put on such a classy show and have to be above right. the mess is because any time we do things like that, we get called ghetto and it's ratchet. It's like you have to do things so carefully. So carefully. And like, That's and annoying. when you lose it like once, you're ghetto, like, you're hood, you're ratchet. You're but like, it's, it's super annoying when you're seeing it on Housewives of New York and Housewives right. of New Jersey, and they've been right. doing the same old shit for Every like season. seasons and seasons, getting and drunk seasons. as shit, you know, sloppy. Throwing glass, throwing like, glasses. Ramona threw a glass in Kristen's face. Like, like can we please talk about Aviva? <laughs> Someone took off their prosthetic leg and threw it on the table, and you guys said nothing. <laughs> You are living for it. Because it's good TV. That's what they said. So let this shit be good TV because guess what it is? It sure sure is. And guess what? That is literally the the most exciting 45 to 50 minutes of my entire life. I haven't felt this alive since March when quarantine began. (laughs) Like I knew that I was alive last night because of Real Housewives of Potomac. On top of that, I also appreciated the way that Chris Samuels handled Monique in that situation. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, a man, you straight up wrong. Like, you straight wrong. up wrong, but it's like at the end of the day, you know, that's my wife. That's Ooh. my wife. And it's like, I'm with that because, you know, that's in, and that's how Candace's man is towards her too. So, 
Right. You know? Exactly. It's, it's well-deserved. Um, but hopefully this is something that they can smooth over. I really don't think it is because the way Karen, the way I, I seen that <laughs> the preview for the next episode, everybody's looking at Monique like she killed somebody. Yeah, I'm like, like what just the hell was that about? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could be around. They like, literally had a what? town hall. Like, what? fucking Monique was the hash-slinging slasher. Like, relax. She lost her cool. She blacked out. But sometimes, right. disclaimer, I'm not condoning violence. Sometimes you gotta beat a bitch ass. Like sometimes you have to beat a bitch ass. And yes. that's literally what happened. And it's and just... do I think it was warranted? No, because no. I kind of don't see where. Like I understand. Yeah. Like I've watched the lives. I, I've tried to piece the timelines together. I'm looking at both sides, but nothing warranted. Like if if it was just the dragging and that was it, but nothing warranted her running. It was a build up of frustration NFL, yeah it's literally not where it came from and i think you were right when you said it earlier from yeah. that moment that monique was pregnant and they got into it last season i think right. that monique held on to that shit it is weird like, though because they were trying to get okay back on track and like it's just like why is she not as upset with giselle though because giselle was one of the people at the freaking dinner that was allegedly plotting. Well, you know Giselle loves to throw rocks and hide her hand. Oh, you right about that? No. So what, what? What? That doesn't surprise that, me. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Well, what surprised me was that you know that Monique let her slide instead of, you know, kind of like drag. Imagine oh yeah, she yeah, Giselle. <laughs> because she was i'm telling you she was focused on candace something giselle about it. has giselle's gonna be pre- uh, petty every season she's gonna do some shit every season so it's like i guess know. it's because it's like you know what like she felt like if you okay so we have a if we have a messy friend like oh if our messy friend did some shit it's whatever but if me and you did some shit to each other like that's a different level of hurt because mm-hmm. we were so close at one point right so I guess, but either way, I, I still don't see. Yeah, yeah, like, because the, their relationship deteriorated like rapidly, and then even when they tried rapidly. to like fix it, it still wasn't. Like, it's just awkward. It's, it's just like it's, it feels forced because number one, from the baby shower, from out not the baby shower, but from Ashley's like little it's first like, mom's out. Let's it be was cool again. And then Candace, like in in her confessional, she's like, "You think I'm cool with that trick?" <laughs> it's like you cannot do that. You cannot. Not to say that she's called her a trick, but you cannot talk smack literally five seconds after being nice to somebody in your confessional it does not work it will backfire if you are a housewife listening to this if you want to get on good terms with someone do not talk shit about them in your confessional yeah you're totally right but then also in real time i feel like they agreed to be cool and then monique was still annoyed by the sharice thing that that Candace right. was claiming that she didn't understand the beef between her and Sharif ran that. Candace ran was that acting beef. a little like she ain't no, but I know. <laughs> Just so complicated. It's like we didn't even get to the rest of the episode. Like, I didn't even know how to sit through the rest of the episode. Yeah. I can honestly say 
that it, okay the other highlight other was than, uh, you know karen of course yeah okay so the other highlight was karen and ray are finding themselves at a standstill in their relationship that i just feel like i really hope they get over it but it does not look good we talked about it on Tariya's podcast where you think that you know it's just a hump that they're yeah. gonna go over and then the other thing i do that I absolutely want to talk about is Miss Ashley Darby <laughs> and her post-nuptial agreement. And I want to say that's exactly how you handle these kind of men. Run me, if you cheat again, run me my check. Run me period. that money. Run me that money. And I mean, I'm in it. Yeah, but um, she deserves every single cent. And it's like, we're not going to act like she's a gold digger or anything, because guess what? There's so many people that have a cheating clause in their prenuptial agreement, i.e. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Look that up. After Justin Timberlake was like booed up with that one girl that he was making a movie with who says nothing happened. He just got too sloppy drunk. They added another, mm-hmm. like they added a cheating clause to it. Like if he slips up again, she gets a certain amount of money. Oh, wow. So, and See, I will definitely. Is, I like this. Oh, honey, when I get married, I like <laughs> there's going to be. I'm going to have old. I'm going to have clauses. There's going to be Santa Claus. And it's like literally the smallest thing will count as cheating. Wait. So I can get the money. <laughs> no, that is not. <laughs> Did you look at that bitch? Give me, run me my 10000 now. Immediately. No, but yeah, I like how she handled that and she deserves it. And, yeah. you know, um, if you guys didn't know, she also said on Twitter last night, again, that don't really judge her too much about her taking Michael back because she hasn't been faithful to him either. So you have to remember things have happened outside of Real Housewives of Potomac. We just met these ladies five years ago. Yes. So... Before that five years, <laughs> Ashley was <laughs> shaking some shit. So I know. really want to know more about that. You know, not to get into. I would uh, love to know exactly who she was hooking up with too. I bet I it was like, like a basketball player. Ashley is one of my homegirls, at least in my head. So Ashley, if you can pull me to the side, like, right. and just let me know, I would love that. Agreed. I would love to know. Like, uh, please. And, the, and this will go off the record. Just, off. just <laughs> you bitches will know nothing. <laughs> we talked to Ashley. What? Huh? The Ashley Darby. Huh? Yeah, I would remember that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, what else happened? Oh, okay. So that last. And Giselle and her daughters. Yeah, that not even her daughters, honey. That just her father. <laughs> he slipped up. Listen, the real hero of the entire show. Like that is because we were expecting the fight. There was build up to the fight. The fight has been leaked since it happened and everything that happened after it. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about with you guys. Um, I have this post saved about what happens post-fight. It's not really a spoiler. It's just like what we will see in the upcoming episodes. Um, Monique Samuels 
after next week's episode will not be at any group events nor on the cast trip. As well as this, Candace and Giselle will not film with Monique again. What? Yeah, so for the rest of the season, Monique will not be around. But my thing is, why is just Oh my gosh, okay. And yeah, like, why is Giselle inserting herself in Why is Giselle, number one, Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> oh no, Aaron's got pissed, you guys. Aaron got pissed, like, you guys. Why is Giselle hopping her green-eyed banded ass <laughs> in everything but what she needs to be worried about? Listen, Giselle has mm-hmm. a lot on her plate, and we're not even going to talk about what's on her plate. We're not even. Well, we don't have to it. talk about it because um, her daddy talked about it. So. And and that's on that. We know her plate is full, and it it's, it has a lot of stuff on it. I mean. <laughs> Green beans, Chinese food, we're going over. Listen. We have a lot on our plate. Right. So she should not be worried about anything that Monique has on her show. They're trying, I'm hearing that they're trying to push her out, Monique out. Candace and Giselle are it's not gonna happen. trying to push her out. It's not going to happen. And because this- what are we going to do? I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> this really brought out. Aaron to play because he's not <laughs> having it with Monique. I'm not, not no. Well, not Monique is my girl, but but as far Just as Giselle, in general, I think Giselle needs to stay out of it. I think she has a lot to worry about this season, and that's all I'm going to say on that. I'm not even <laughs> going to speak on it because it's none of my business. Just like what Monique and Candace is going through is none of her business. So I think we should just call a spade a spade, right. be quiet, look pretty, and try to dress. And that is on that. So, yeah. <laughs> That's Real Housewives of Potomac. That's how we feel. And that's just that on that. So, um, what else? Love. Okay. <laughs> but what I will say is Potomac has been delivering, like, I'm sorry. They Beverly have. Hills took two storylines. The first half was you know, them being mad about Denise Richards saying that she didn't want her kids around them, which she didn't say. She didn't want her kids around adult talk. The second half of the season was this whole Brandy thing where she played herself because she didn't even get invited to the reunion. (laughs) (laughs) She played herself. Imagine doing all that. Imagine. Imagine literally screaming in the middle of Buca de Beppo that you licked the girl's clip. <laughs> it's like it's so unnecessary and nothing happened for you and she literally is still begging literally begging i think she had andy on her podcast and like had her son <laughs> no i swear to god like she had her son at, make a video saying when are you gonna do right by my mom and like i'm get never her back on the show never when your mom stop when your mom <laughs> stops Screaming out about eating somebody's clit in in, in a in prestigious middle. restaurant like that. Prestigious. Like, prestigious. listen, that's when she'll get recognized and that's when she might be considered. Right. But until then, no, because that's not strong enough and that's right. not good enough. Right, right. The I ladies have forgot about the original formula. What are we doing? Okay, I kn- and that- I'm about to turn into Justin right now because I do not understand. 
Not what Justin Hernandez. It's like no, but I, that's what I wanted to make a point of. Like Real Housewives of Potomac has multiple storylines unfolding, yeah. whereas Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was dragging a stale-ass storyline that Denise gave nothing to. So Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, as much as you know, I enjoyed talking about your season and I enjoyed Denise Richards and obviously Garcelle made the season even better. I'm even a fan of Sutton and, you know, Dorit became the MVP, but you guys are going to have to come harder after Potomac. I mean, Potomac I know. is absolutely changing the landscape of Real Housewives of <laughs> the franchises of Real Housewives. And one thing I will say, and I'm not, I want to, I want to kind of backpedal a little bit and say this. I feel like what Giselle has, this is her own you know, this this is a good season for her. She has this is a very on brand for her. She throws she on. she literally gets in the middle of everything. Yeah, instigates everything. And, and I then, just wanted this season to be different for her. Like you're about to get married, ma'am. You're about to start a. You're about to start a family. <laughs> start. <laughs> you know, um. Well, re- rekindle. Start we can know or or you know. start a family is she, Giselle pregnant do you know no i don't know but she's about to get her family back together you know right 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 so and i feel like she literally just turned 50 so it's like when do you it's exactly so why are we worried about monique I, <laughs> why do we not want to film with monique i just don't understand she is a fan favorite and they and they love to like just I'm talk praying about for Giselle a lot. and I'm praying what? for praying. <laughs> I'm praying serious. for Candace too because I really hope that we can just get back on track because I want them to have like it just seems like right now if you were to ask me if Candace and Monique could ever be friends again I would say no it's just too much has happened not just on screen but the way that I hear that the season <laughs> plays out people take sides then on top of mm-hmm. that all the lives that they did, all of the interviews that they're doing, everything else is just literally too much. So no, I do not think that they can be friends again. However, I do think that they are able to have a working relationship and yeah. they can be on the same season, period. I think that they could be friends again if they eliminate the bullshit and if they eliminate certain women getting in the middle of their situation. <laughs> and by certain women, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. If they eliminate Giselle's ass, okay, but you, you just to, they could get to. Did you just <laughs> say certain women and you know who yeah, I'm talking I'm about? And then call out name... Giselle because I might as well. I've said oh my this, I've, god! I've already said too much. You are acting like me this podcast. <laughs> you know how when I go on my rants and you're literally like the Kim to my Kanye. Right now, okay. I feel like Kim and you're Kanye, but I'm, I'm not for it. trying to go hard. I'm living for on it. her. I'm living for no, I'm just, just trying to say that she out, needs check to out, not check worry about this. This should be the least of her concerns. Right. Let those ladies solve their own problems and differences. In the hood, I remember, do you remember like growing up when two women, two men, whatever it was, when they had problems, you did what you did, you talked your shit, you fought. If you fought, you fought, you went back in the house and that was it. <laughs> You're not going to keep popping your mouth and talking about it for the rest of the year. It's just not yeah. going to happen. It's either you're going to mm-hmm. do something about it or you're not. Right, right. And I think that we all know the hero of the season so far, for me, is personally going to be Karen. Because she's just like, <laughs> enough. I would say Ashley Darby for me. 
Oh, actually, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. I think actually because of the way that she's handling things. Yeah. I'm talking about like as far as like being like <laughs> oh a, yeah, a yeah. Diplomat, diplomat. Because listen, Karen has her own. And this is what headed, but she cannot stand Giselle. <laughs> Karen cannot stand Giselle at all. Listen in the Karen confessional. goes ham in the confessionals on Twitter. On interviews, on TV, on radio, I see. Karen is nice. But Karen is just trying to say what I'm saying, I think. But right. just, she, it's coming across, you know, a little bit more harsh because she knows Giselle Because she's sick of it. Sometimes yeah. you just get sick of people's shit and you have to say. And enough is enough. Right. It's like, we. I'm ready for Giselle. Give Give the other girls the flag to start some drama. It's like, why is it you every season? <laughs> All I see is those green eyes, and then I'm like, here we go. And then I see Robin, <laughs> like, behind her. Hold on. Okay, so I like, I mean, I'm liking Robin a little bit more this season. I don't know why, but, you know, she's just, like, when she gets around Giselle, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, Robin by herself, I like Robin by herself. Yes. And yeah. yes, and I also want to say that too. I love Robin, but I just think I think Giselle is a bad influence. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I think she's a little bit messy, and people just do not know how to contain the mess when when they hang around her. Your problematic friend. She's yeah. your problematic friend, and that's why and Karen's that's like, I it. can't stand her. Like, cause Karen so. <laughs> Karen has her own shit going on. You know, she's worried about her marriage. She's probably worried about her daughter. Like, she has all this stuff. She doesn't want, she also doesn't want the, uh, oh my God, Ashley Darby just like replied to our story and was like, preach babes. I just wanted to break the news that Ashley Darby watched our story and actually gives a fuck about what we have to say. And And that's why Ashley's my girl. And that's why she's the hero of this season. Yeah, <laughs> I decided to change my answer, Professor. Um, Ashley Darby is definitely the MVP of the season. Not only the way that she handles her marriage, but also the way that she sees and she respects our style, and you know us defending black women in general and the black women on Bravo. So Ashley, we love you. But yeah, that's just that on that. Giselle's messy. Monique was wrong, and I just want them to come to Jesus and get it together. At, in conclusion, there you go. Oh <laughs> my gosh, it. that's it. That's, that's how to summarize that. Oh my god, the, the Potomac rant was so long. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably going to be our longest podcast, maybe. It is because we're approaching like almost, I was believe, it? like an hour, right? Like a bit over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna run out of credit with us. <laughs> So, love you guys. We don't have a pot stirrer right now. So, how about you just send us some of the most messiest ghetto moments that you can think of from all the franchises. And, you know, we will try to get back to you guys because we love when you message us and we love when you comment with us. And we love you. And thank you so much for listening. Wait, wait. The the 5K giveaway. Oh, my God. Yes. I'll let you do that. We've reached 5K, guys. Like, if I could fucking blow a horn horn or some shit right now, I would. Thank you guys so much for just listening, for following, for just engaging in our mess because we when we do our polls you guys are there when we do our live tweets you guys are there you guys are there on the stories why you guys show up all the time and we're just forever thankful and grateful we're gonna 
have three giveaways. I know this is excessive, and our broke asses shouldn't be doing it, but that's how much we love you. Don't. We're going to have... No, I'm announcing it. We're going to have three giveaways. You get a car. You get a car. Okay, guys. Um, you not guys are not getting no damn car. Okay, but we, there's going to be three prizes, okay? So listen closely. Thank you for following us, and continue to tell people to follow us, and continue to share us, and we love you, Please. and, you know, um, we're going to go and probably rewatch Potomac. So <laughs> we'll catch you on the next episode. And thank you for listening. Bye. I love you guys.